Tuesday, Chof Zion Nissan, 21st of April, Dain David Cohn, crossing the date line during the Omer is the title of the Shir. Good morning, this is a very different way of giving Torah away Shir. It's the first time I'm doing this from the confines of, of my home. And, of course, the tefillah is that we should be able to get together in Bati Midrashim, the yeshivas and the shuls, and we should be able to get back to normal, which means which is the Beis Hamikdash. We shouldn't be in Mestapik with just getting back to what it was a month ago, six weeks ago, but we should ask the Kaddish Baruch Hu that we should get back to what it was nearly 2,000 years ago, and Bekorov Biomenu, um, may our tefillas be answered. So the title of the, of the shir is um, Crossing the Date Line During the Omer. Now this is an interesting topic, maybe something that's not so relevant for us here in London, because we're a long way away from the date line, and we don't, we don't cross it often. But those who are living in Australia, those who are living in Japan, in New Zealand, and certainly those living in America, going from America to Japan, Australia, New Zealand, or people going from Japan, Australia, New Zealand, going to America, will cross the date line. According to everybody, there is a machlokas, but according to everybody, all the opinions, all the poskim, the date line is somewhere between Australia and America, and therefore, let's make it simple, not get involved in exactly where it is, according to the Shitzas, it's not the topic of the Shia, and therefore we'll miss out Japan, we'll miss out New, New Zealand, we'll miss out Tans Tasmania, these are areas where there is a machlokus about it, where the, exactly, which side of the date line they are, but if you go from Melbourne in Australia to Los Angeles, which is on the west coast of America, um, everyone agrees you've crossed the date line. There is a difference, a change in day, even according to those opinions who don't hold of the date line at all. In Halacha, you're definitely going to change the day. And therefore, in practice, if somebody flies from Australia, if somebody flies from Australia to Los Angeles, then what will happen is, if they counted if they left on Tuesday morning, for example, and I've written this down to give these examples, if they left on Tuesday lunchtime on, uh, it, from Australia, then the flight time is, depending on who you fly with, is something not less than 15 and a half hours. So if you leave on lunchtime um, on Tuesday, you're going to land up, you're going to arrive on on Monday night, you will land up in Los Angeles. So you've actually gained time. Although it's taken so long to fly, you actually land up on Monday night. So if you counted um, to 11 days of the Omer, or because today we'll say 12 days of the Omer, and today is Tuesday, if you counted 12 days of the Omer in Australia, and then you flew to Los Angeles, you'll actually arrive in the evening and that evening, in Los Angeles, they'll be counting 12 again. If you go from Los Angeles 
to Los Angeles on the West Coast. That's why I've chosen it. If you go from Los Angeles to, um, to, to Melbourne and you leave on Tuesday, you will arrive in Los Angeles. Actually, if you leave t at Tuesday lunchtime, you will actually arrive in Los Angeles, not on Wednesday night, but you'll actually arrive on Thursday. You're actually going to arrive on Thursday because, just to make it quite clear, when you cross the dateline, you go in the direction from America to Australia, you're actually going to loot, you're going to actually um, go, you actually land up in Australia, they're a day ahead, and if you go from Australia to Los Angeles, it's actually a day behind. And therefore, you're going to land up with a question, what do you do with the Oimeh? If you go from Los Angeles and you counted um, 12, the time you get to uh, Australia, they'll be counting, you counted 12 in, in Los Angeles, on, you left on Tuesday, but the time you actually arrive, it's actually going to be day 14. You've actually missed day 13 out altogether. Whereas when you fly from Australia to Los Angeles, you're going to be in the opposite situation where you count to 12 in Australia and you're going to be ready to count 12 again. And the question really is, what do you do if this happens during the Sphira? What is going to be the din? There's a Sefer Madani Shlomo which, which quotes my Rebbe Agon Shlomo Zalman Oyabach Zeich and it quotes him as saying that when you go, if you go from Australia to Los Angeles and you end up um, in Los Angeles in the evening of the 12th, of the, where they're counting the 12th of the Omer, you count 12 again with them without a brocha, and then you continue after that with a brocha. Whereas if you go, if you count to 12 in Los Angeles and you fly to Melbourne, when you get to Melbourne, they're ready to count 14, says Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, if you left on the evening of the 12th, that is, you left Monday night, you count to 12 in Los Angeles, the time you arrive in Melbourne, it'll actually be Wednesday um, lunchtime. So if you arrive Wednesday lunchtime, you should count 13 without a bracha, because it's the day, and then the next evening, count 14 with a bracha, and you can go on from there with a bracha. However, if you left Los Angeles on Tuesday lunchtime, the time you actually get to Melbourne, it'll be Wednesday night, and therefore, or the early hours of Thursday morning, and therefore, in that case, you've missed out 13 altogether. Says Rav Shlomo in such a case, or Rav Shlomo is reported over there to have said that in such a case, you count, you've missed 13, and therefore, all you can do is continue to count without a brocha, and that's the psak that is brought in the name of Abshlema Zalman. I want to make very clear to those who are not used to crossing the, the date line, you don't actually lose a day or gain a day. When you travel from um, Los Angeles to Melbourne, it's true that you've gone from Tuesday to Thursday. However, very important to mention, there's only one sunset and sunrise um, on your travel. When you experience, and if you leave, for example, you leave on Monday night from Los Angeles, and then 
what will happen during your flight. You'll see a sunrise, and then you'll see a sunset, and then you'll arrive sometime in the night. Sorry, that way round, you'll see a, 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 if you leave early enough, you'll see a sunset and a sunrise, and you'll arrive um, midday in Melbourne, and, and, and that'll be on Thursday. You haven't actually seen two sunrises and two sunsets, or the other way round. You've only actually gone through one um, day in terms of the sun setting and the sun rising. The only reason why it's Thursday is because they're a day ahead. Similarly, when you go from Melbourne to Los Angeles, you're not actually going to arrive. You're only going to see again one sunset and one sunrise, or vice versa. It's only actually one day. It's just a convention that um, America is one day behind, and that is necessary because otherwise. Um, you'll end up with being in the wrong day if you go all the way around the world, but not for now, because that would be part of a sheer all about the date line. So, very important to make that point. And therefore, the question really is, why do you say that when you go from Los Angeles to Melbourne, you leave on Tuesday, you arrive on Thursday, why do you say, and you count to 12 in Los Angeles, and you count ready to count 14 in Melbourne, because that's what they're doing over there. Why is it so clear that you actually have missed out day 13? You haven't actually missed anything out. You have travelled 15 and a half hours from Los Angeles to Melbourne. Why have you missed out day 13? It's true that if you left on midday from Los Angeles and you arrived in Melbourne in the wee hours of the morning of Thursday morning, it's true that you've left on Tuesday and you've arrived on Thursday, but it's only actually one day. And therefore, the question really is, why shouldn't you continue counting on your own? And you should say that you counted 12 in Los Angeles, you then you hopped on a plane midday, after you counted, then you travel 15 and a half hours, there's only been one sun, uh, sunset and a sunrise, well, you've arrived in the wee hours of the morning, maybe there hasn't even yet been a sunrise yet, and why shouldn't you just count 13? It's only 15 and a half hours later, it's only 20 something hours since you last counted. And therefore, why shouldn't you count 13? Never mind the fact that they in Melbourne are counting 14. For example, in case that sounds strange to you, what about Brismila? What about um, somebody sitting Shivanishkadacht? And what about Shivanakiam, a lady of Shivanakiam? How would they count? So a baby was born in Los Angeles on Tuesday. The parents flew with the baby um, during um, the first week and landed up in Melbourne. They've actually gained a day, so they've actually gone. The baby was born on Tuesday. Let's say they actually flew on Tuesday, for, for argument's sake. And the time they arrive, it's Thursday. When would they do the bris? When is Bayoim Ashmini? That's clear to everybody that Bayoim Ashmini is 
eight days, should we say eight real days, actual days, from when the baby was born. So the bris would not be on Tuesday, as it would have been in Los Angeles. The baby, the, the bris will be on Wednesday in Melbourne, because it's got to be Bayom Hashmini. The fact that there's a date line is just a conventional uh, switch of days. But it's not an actual day. Similarly, Nebuch, somebody sitting Shiva who travels, would also, if, the, if they started sitting Shiva on Tuesday, and they were going to get up on Monday morning, so that would be Mixasion Kukulu, they wouldn't get up on Monday morning in Melbourne, they'd have to get up on Tuesday morning in Melbourne. Seven actual days of Shiva. And of course, Shiva Nakim would be the same. It could be an absolutely terrible mistake for anybody to make, and that is that Chas Shalom, that a lady should go to the mikveh a day early. She would have to go, if she did have Siptara, on um, Monday, uh, on Monday afternoon, and then she flew on Tuesday, she's got to know that she can't go. Normally she would go to the mikveh on the following Monday night. She's got to know that she can't go till Tuesday night if she's gone to Melbourne. Very important that. And the opposite will be true if you're travelling from us from Melbourne to Los Angeles. That the bris would be a day earlier. The bris, if the baby was born on Tuesday in Australia, so then the bris would not be on Tuesday morning. The Yomashmini would be Monday morning. Similarly, the shiva would be over one day earlier, and the shiva nakim she'd be able to go to the mikveh a day earlier. It's not really a day earlier. It's just what they call the day in the place of arrival. That is irrelevant. Really, they act shiva and, and, and for a bris and shiva nakim all need actual days. Similarly, I'm going to propose that, and this is something I learnt together with my father, and we sat together to think about it. Why is it not poshut? that you should continue counting your own sphera. So you leave Los Angeles on Tuesday, you count 12. When you get to Melbourne on Thursday, you count 13. I, everybody else, is counting 14. That's neither here nor there. Similarly, you travel from Australia. You land up in, um, you, you, from Melbourne to Los Angeles. You counted 12 in on Tuesday. Today, you counted 12 Monday nights. You counted 12 in Melbourne. Then you travel to um, uh, you travel to, to Los Angeles. You get there. They call it Monday night, and they're counting twelve in the shul. When you arrive in shul, you need to count thirteen because that's your own real sphera. Well, a question was put to Dain Weiss in Shuvas Min Simonun. It was put actually by um, Rav Zev Feldman from Stanford Hill. Schlitter, and he asked in Tovshin Memalaf, he asked Dain Weiss what to do about Shavuos in such a case. Somebody who travels in the middle of Sphira, what do they do about Shavuos? And they quoted Beshem Chochom Echod, that, and this is actually well known to be the Lubavitch Rebbe, who held that you actually, if you go from um, Los Angeles to Melbourne, you actually keep your own spheros. And only then we craft him in 
So Lubavitcher Rebbe Paskins that you count 50 real days and if you travel, you cross the date line, then your Shavuos will actually move. So everybody else will have Shavuos in Melbourne on um, this year on Friday and you're going to start Shavuos on Shabbos because you travel from Los Angeles to Melbourne. Similarly, the converse, if you go from Melbourne to Los Angeles, then everybody else has got Shavuos on Friday this year, Friday Shabbos, and you're going to have it on Thursday, Friday. You'll have a three-day Yontif, and they'll have a two-day Yontif. That's what the Rebavitcher ever paskened. And Rebzei Feldman asked Dein Weiss what his opinion is, and Dein Weiss said, absolutely not. And that is, as far as I know, everybody else's, uh, um, amongst the Gedalia Puiskin, Everybody else paskins the same, not like the Lubavitcher Rebbe, that the same as Shabbos is going to be on Shabbos. So if you go from Los Angeles to Melbourne, it's, and you go from Tuesday to Thursday, you've lost a day, so to speak. You don't say you're going to keep Shabbos on Sunday, unless you think you should be keeping Shabbos on Sunday in Australia. But we won't get involved in that. Everyone, Lemaisa paskins, you keep Shabbos on Saturday in Australia. So therefore, what happens is that, every, of course, you keep Shabbos on Saturday. You de- according to everyone, and similarly, when you go from Melbourne to, 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 to Los Angeles, you don't count seven days since the last time you kept Shabbos, in which case you have Shabbos on Friday. You don't. What you do instead is you keep Shabbos according to the Shabbos of the place that you're in. Says Dein Weiss, you do the same with Shavuos. Baruch HaTo Hashem, Makadish Yisrael Vazmanim, and therefore you keep Yontav, when everybody keeps Yontav, in the place that you're in. That is what Dain Weiss says, unlike what the Lubavitcher Rebbe um, suggests, and actually Paskins, that, you, it, that, that Shavuos is different to all other Yontavim, it depends on 50 days, 50 actual days from Pesach, and therefore, it's going to move. And if you, if you cross the date line, says Dein Weiss, no, you keep Yontif, you keep even Shavuos, just like you keep all the other Yom Tovim. It's a calendar date, and you keep, just like you keep Shabbos on Shabbos Saturday, or Shabbos that it is in the place that you go to, whatever they're keeping Shabbos there, similarly, you keep Shavuos there. And therefore, you might say, well, that's very strange then. If I'm going to suggest that you continue when you go from Los Angeles to Melbourne, you, tw- you count a 12 on today, you're going to count 13 on Thursday, because it's not really Thursday, it's really, well, it is Thursday over there, but as far as you're concerned, you're counting real days. What will happen is that you'll have Shavuos on Friday Shabbos this year, the same as they have in Melbourne, that's fine, but you'll actually be a day behind with your sphere. So your sphira will end, day, you'll be counting day 49 on um, the first night of Shavuos. And similarly, the other way around, if you go from Melbourne to Los Angeles, it's true you'll be keeping Shavuos on Friday Shabbos over there. However, you'll finish your sphira a day early. You will actually finish sphira on Wednesday night, will be counting 49, not on Thursday night, like everybody else over there. That is a possible suggestion which would fit in with Mila, with Shiva, and with Shiva Nakim.
Um, what's the right thing to do? Whether we actually, you actually fit in with the place that you are, and you jump from 12 to 14, or you count 12 twice, that, or whether you do what I'm at the moment positing, suggesting, could, uh, could be a possibility, could be, very well could be, this is the question. When the Posuk says, Usfatem lochem, and this is, Usfatem would be enough. So when it comes to Yovel and Shmishwit and Yovel, Usfatem we learn that that's a din on Beis Din. Usfatem lochem is a din, a personal din. The question really is, when I count Sfiro, Usfatem lochem, each and every person has a Chiv to count. Am I counting according to, it's true I've got a count, how much lochem is it? Is it lochem just that I've got a count, and, but my counting is a counting of the place that I'm in? In which case, each day of the Omer is the same as Shabbos and Shavuos, that it depends upon the, 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 what the counting there, and that's my chiyuv. Or do you say no? Usvatim lochem is I've got a count 50 actual days, and therefore the svatim lochem means it's really my counting. I count according to the whole number of days from when I started counting from the from when the, from the Omer from Tezleil Tezayin until until I finish whatever happens whatever many times and whichever direction I cross the date line and th this is really the question and there's no real sources about it there are no real sources in the postkin about this what to do in fact. When um, when uh, Feldman asked, Jose Feldman asked Dain Weiss, he only asked him about Shavuos. He didn't ask him about counting the Omer. But the question is really, wait, what is correct? Is it your own counting, or is it the counting of the place? One can see that, um, by the way, there is, of course, the well-known Sophic about whether Sphere's Omer is, is it one Svira, one mitzvah, one mitzvah with 49 links, and therefore if I miss out a day, then I can't continue counting at all really, because I've broken it, the sphere has been broken, or do I say it is 49 separate mitzvahs? If it's 49 separate mitzvahs, even if I miss out a day, I can still continue to count with a brocha. And that's why, in fact, if somebody missed out a whole day and didn't count, or indeed counted the wrong number, which counts comes to the same thing, we tell them to count without a brocha. Why? Because maybe it's 49 separate mitzvahs, and therefore we say, Sophic brochas l'hakel, you can't make a brocha, because maybe it's one long mitzvah and you've broken the chain, or it could be 49 separate mitzvahs, in which case you might as well count without a brocha. Maybe, maybe you can still be yoked to the mitzvah. That's an Iboidele Ifshita that remains a Sophic. Fascinatingly, this person who goes, let's take first, he goes from um, Melbourne to Los Angeles. So he counts 12 in Melbourne, and he, now they're counting 12 again in, well, they're counting 12, I won't say again, for them it's the first time in Los Angeles. What does he do? So the thing is like this. If we say it's 49 separate mitzvahs, so maybe you could say there's some legitimization for counting 12 again, because you can count 12 and then keep going. 
if you say that it is one long mitzvah, it's very difficult, maybe, to think how you're going to say there's one long mitzvah, you can't count twelve again. What meaning does it have to count twelve? If you go the other way, and you go from um, Los Angeles to Melbourne, and you, so to speak, you've gone from twelve to fourteen, so again, if it is one long mitzvah, you missed out thirteen. If it is, um, if it is uh, uh, um, 49 separate mitzvahs, then maybe you can turn around and say you can continue counting. But the truth of the matter is, something worthwhile pointing out, that actually when you cross the date line, it's actually worse than forgetting to count. Because when you forgot to count, so if you forget to count, you're in London, you forget to count day 13, comes to day 14, so it's true that you haven't counted day 14, 13, you've missed it out. However, the truth of the matter is that there was a day 13. There was a day 13, and but you didn't count it. And therefore you can say, if it's one long chain, you've broken the chain, you, you, you've lost the mitzvah. If it's 49 separate mitzvahs, so it's true you, you missed out on mitzvah 13, but you got mitzvah 12 and everything before then, you've got mitzvah 14 and everything after that, you can continue counting with a brocha, according to that shitter. But maybe, if you go from Los Angeles to, um, to, to Melbourne, according to Shlomo Zalman, who says that you actually, or the psak that's reporting his name, will actually tell us that he thinks that it's like Shavuos, it's like Shabbos, that you actually, it depends on what they're doing in the place that you're in at that time. You've actually gone from 12 to 14, but there was no day 13. You've actually, according to this, that there was no day f f f 13 at all. Maybe it's worse. Maybe you can't, even according to the opinion says 49 separate mitzvahs, you cannot continue um, counting because... Where's day 13 gone? Or maybe you could say no. If you're going to say that you are actually um, counting with the place that it was, there was a day 13. But as far as you're concerned, there was never an opportunity to count day 13. 13 is missing for you. So maybe that's actually worse. Maybe everyone would agree that you can no longer, you're out of the race going from 12 to 14. And counting without a brocha is actually pointless. Something to think about. Whereas when you go from Melbourne to Los Angeles, the question of counting 12 twice also presents itself with a problem. Because it's meaningless to count twice, day 12 and then day 12. That's not a sphera. You don't know really how to count. What, what, what is day 12? And if you don't count 12, then, because you can't count 12 because you counted 12 already, and Rav Zalman's not suggesting you count 12 again with a bracha, but maybe there's no such thing as counting 12 twice. Maybe that's like having a zip on a jumper, which has got um, a, a couple of t either a couple of te teeth missing, you go from 12 to 14, the zip won't, can't get up. Or, if you like the analogy of where you've got too many teeth, and therefore the zip um, is, is stuck because 
it's got too many teeth, and that's not counting. You can't go 12, 12, 13. That's not a way to count. And therefore, maybe you've, you've ruined the sphera for yourself altogether, according to Rav Shlomo Zalman. Rav Shlomo Zalman seems to say not. So, in to, to summarize, Luli de Mistapino, that there's a mockum listapic, whether, if you cross the date line, whether you keep your own sphera, usfatim lochem, and it's very much like brismila, shiva, and shiva nakim, that, that about that no one disagrees. It's real days, remembering that a date line is a convention, and there's nothing actually happens when you cross the date line. You don't actually start a real physical new day. Do you say that, or do you say no, that, that the sphera actually follows the, the, the mockum that you're in? And therefore, if, therefore, and the second one is what Shlomo Zalman is purported to have been paskening, and therefore he says, if you go from 12 to 14, you've lost your sphera, and therefore you can only count without a bracha, if you say it's one long mitzvah, but if you go from 12 and you count 12 twice, Shlomo Zalman thinks that that might not be a problem, he thinks, and you can continue counting on from there with a bracha. But the chayra, there's a sophic. Maybe you should continue your, your own sphera. And when you go from Los Angeles to Melbourne, you should count 13 when they're counting 14 and remain a day, remain a day behind, although you'll be keeping shuras on the same day, not like the Lubavitch Rebbe. And when you go from Melbourne to Los Angeles, they're counting, you count 12. When you get to Los Angeles, they're counting 12. You count 13, so you'll be a day ahead of them until the end of the sphera. Maybe that is what Svatim Lochem is. It's your own sphera, like the Bris, like the Shiva, and like Shiva Nakiyam. And the Fianistaiti, that itself is a Sophic without Echreya. And that's worse than having a Sophic, whether it's 49 mitzvahs or, or one mitzvah. Because if it's 49 mitzvahs or one mitzvah, you can count without a brocha, you can get somebody else to be moitzi you with a brocha. But my sophic, whether you count according to real days, or whether you count according to conventional days, actually leaves you in a situation where you don't actually know which day to count. Which day do you count? If you follow that it's real days, you'd be counting 13 in Melbourne where they're counting 14, and if you're counting conventional days and you're fitting in with them, like Shabbos and Shavuos, you'll be counting 14. But there's no such thing as counting Sefirah al You can't say 13 to Ayom Yom is 13, or, uh, and then Ayom Yom is 14 al-Tanai. You can't do that. And that's the reason why we don't do any Chochmas when it comes to Yontav Sheni Shilgolius, where... We don't start, we actually start the Sphira on Tez Zayin. We don't say Tez Zayin is a Sophic Tez Vov, and that's why we keep keeping two days Yontav. And therefore our Sphira is going to be the Sophic and keep going. The Rishonim asks this, and they say that a Sphira a la Sophic is not a Sphira. And therefore, if my Sophic is correct, what I'm being Batsia to the Tzibor, if my Sophic is correct, if so you land up, but whether, whichever direction you travel, whether you go from Melbourne to Los Angeles, or whether you go from Los Angeles to Melbourne, you're going to totally ruin your sphera, and there's no way of saving it. It won't help going from Los Angeles in the night, Monday night, and counting on Wednesday during the day when you land, and without a bracha, and then continuing, because 
When you land, maybe it's still the, the 12th, not the 13th. And therefore, this would actually certainly set the cat between the pigeons and wreak absolute havoc whichever, in whichever direction you travel. And the Fianniestaiti, midesophic lenafka, because there are no sources, there's no marmicomus for this, how to count. And we do find, we shiver, with um, bris milo, and with shiver nakiyam, that everyone agrees you're counting real days. So, that's what we have. I'm going to matsia that there is this sophic, however, it is reported in the name of Shlomo Zalman that you, you, you are okay if you go from Melbourne to Los Angeles, but not okay if you go from Los Angeles to Melbourne if you arrive in Melbourne when it's already night. It is okay if you arrive when it's already still day, because you can count 13 without a brocha and then go on to count 14. According to what we've said, that's not at all poshut, and the chayra, you've lost your sphere sa'ima altogether, and all you could do in this situation is continue counting without a brocha, in the hope that Rupshlema Zalman, what Rupshlema Zalman says, is the way it is, and that part of the sophic. Some food for thought, something to think about, and maybe bezoichem etz Hashem to the binyan beis hamigdosh, to be able to bring the carbon shtealechem, and dare I say before that, to be able to bring the Pesach Sheni on Yud Dalad Iyah.